0: It could all be good
1: um or it could all be really really yeah i don't know it could all be like really <laughs> awkward
0: now that i am not
1: really awkward i'm just i'm not sure oh we could, you could, we could talk about final fantasy explorers so i just recently had a birthday and as part of my birthday joey got me final fantasy explorers and then as you know it didn't come out until the 27th i think it was and obviously i couldn't get it before for my birthday on the 9th <laughs> and joey was very anxious to show me that this is what she got me so we were in the car and she was like do you want to see what I got you do you want to see what I got you do I? and I was like oh fine like, to, to
0: prove that she actually got you a gift <laughs> well,
1: no I knew that she got me a gift I just thought that I think she was just so excited she was like oh you're gonna love it you're gonna love it you're gonna love it and in reality I'm not so sure that but I don't want to tell her that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just told everyone that. But <laughs> she, we just
0: rip bank on Joey not actually she, listening to this. She's
1: not gonna listen to this. <laughs> when would she listen? She'd be like, "I don't have time for that." So she told me that she got me Final Fantasy Explorers, and well, she showed it to me on her phone, and then I've been anxiously waiting for her to deliver it to me. And so then every time I see something in my Facebook feed about it, I'm like, "Where's mine? Where's mine? Where's mine? I want to play." I do want to play.
0: I'm surprised that you don't think you would enjoy it.
1: So, it's not that I don't think I would enjoy it, I'm just not sure that I would enjoy it, which I think are two different things. Right.
0: Cuz it's um, a it's a different angle on Final Fantasy.
1: Yeah, so what I'm afraid of is that it's like Monster Hunter that's or yeah
0: exactly how it was described yeah monster hunter <laughs> and the
1: other game that um i played that i just i couldn't get into for some reason was i think it was ragnarok odyssey right f- for the vita? Of the vita yeah that was my yeah. first vita game not in the as some might believe but i was very interested in trying out ragnarok odyssey because i really liked the mmo i used to play ragnarok for hours oh is
0: odyssey based on ro
1: I don't know if it's based on it, but I assumed it was part of the series because I was, or like the story, Mm. because it was the same name. Yeah, I didn't
0: even make that connection.
1: Yeah, so. And speaking of that, there's actually the creators, I forget who makes it. I know Mm. it's a South Korean company. Of course it's Korean. (laughs) They're coming out with a (laughs) new game that looks just absolutely stunning. It's a new MMO. I'd have to look up the name, but it just Mm. looks so beautiful. And it's got like... Some good story, and it's got some good combat, and I watched a trailer for it. I'm like getting in on this. You see,
0: I I thought I didn't have the time for any of that, and then I oh, started playing Destiny, Destiny? <laughs> without telling you. Yeah, without apparently. telling me. <laughs> and then yeah, it's it's crazy how a good game will just will make time in your life for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I definitely believe that. Um, I mean, I used to be really into. Destiny when I was playing with the guys from work actually Douglas So I was telling mm -hmm. you about him He is like ranked in like the top ten or something on ps4 like he's crazy good Wow, I know people that Were like playing with pickups and they were like talking about him these random people were talking about Douglas and My friend was like hey like I know that guy I work with that guy
0: so independent of knowing your connection to douglas they brought up douglas yes just purely on merit yes in the destiny community yes wow
1: yeah so douglas is really good and he i've played with a couple of his friends and him and his friends are like hardcore <laughs> so they got really mad at me because we were this was back before the taken king i think it was before the house of wolves when we were doing crota
0: mm-hmm. dark below Something is that, like that? Yeah. yeah
1: and i was just like I didn't know what the, what the hell I was doing because I was I a did. total noob. These races are complicated. <laughs> yeah. and you well, jump through
0: so many hoops to.
1: And they just pulled me into this one. They didn't even like tell me how to do it, oh, okay. and I'd never done it before. And they were just like, "Oh, like we'll let her tag along." And of course, I was sucking it up, and I didn't know like where I was supposed to run, hang on the windowsill, or whatever, mm-hmm. and. Um, one guy was just like trash talking, me, like <laughs> in, just terribly
0: straight up to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, not to me. He was talking about me like as if I wasn't in the party to Douglas, like, dude, like this girl's terrible. Blah, blah. and Jeez. I was just like, damn, like, sorry, I'm like, can someone like please explain to me what we're doing so I'm not just guessing.
0: <laughs> I think that's that's what's helped. Um, that's what helped me acclimate to the yeah the very complex, very deep world of Destiny three expansions in. Is that my friends have been um, helpful. They've been helpful. They've been explaining any any questions I've had. They're happy to explain, you know, what the heck these legendary marks are and, and what is the nightfall. And when I have been on these uh, more complicated strikes or even the raid, you know, they will take the time to like walk through step by step, you know, what I should be doing and where I should go.
1: See, that's really nice. That's what I need. And like maybe when I start playing with you guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure.
1: You guys can be a little more We'd patient with me. be happy to
0: to go through that again because I'm still getting getting a handle on all of that too.
1: Well you're making time for it so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh it's I, I I have been impressed with how um how many hoops there are to jump through in some of these raids.
1: I feel like that's surprising to me. I, I don't know maybe I just never got into doing very many raids because I think what I did mostly was Prison of Elders when I was playing, and...
0: Which is a sort of like Horde mode kind yep. of. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then there was one other, what else was kind of around that time? It wasn't Crota, I never really did Crota except for that one time. And then I never wanted to do it again after that guy was so good to me. I was like, I'm not worthy. But what was I doing besides Prison of Elders? I can't remember. But that was pretty much all I was doing, It's just the Nightfalls and stuff. And I felt like, I don't know, it got repetitive.
0: I can see that. And I'm sure, you know, my perspective on it is just because I've only done the raid like twice and I have, I've never gone through the full thing. I'm still learning these uh-huh. encounters. Um, but, uh, for example, in the, the latest raid there, I think like the second boss or the third boss, uh, the War priest, has a system where you have to split the party into three groups. So, you know, you have your raid uh, fire team of six. Uh, I split them into three groups. Two groups hold spawns from the sides and have to crouch behind stones while they do so so that they're not actually in line of sight with the actual like giant boss mm-hmm. uh, who will who can't be hit and will just like toss bolt to death at you. So two groups have to manage groups of ads. They have to deal with occasional heavy enemies. And they have to not hit this one heavy enemy that looks very, very similar mm. to the rest. Because if you kill him, he will give an, an enraging buff oh, to the rest of his buddies. So people have to just sort of be on top of their game. That's not the difficult part. The difficult part is once you go through a few waves of those ads, the group in the center will need to watch for three, uh, sort of signal stones which will light up in a Simon Says fashion. Someone in that middle has to convey the order those stones light up in so that the three groups can step on platforms in that order. Once they do that, as if this wasn't enough bullshit to jump through, the last person to jump on the platform will now get a buff. Only people standing within that aura will be able to damage the boss course that's not even enough because the boss is still throwing bolts of death at you so you have to hit the boss in the head with like high-powered sniper shots to stun him and that's not enough shit to deal with either <sighs> the person who has the buff also occasionally has to kill adds in order to renew the buff Rudy but yeah, not kill say... them too quickly otherwise they're going to get rid of the buff and then you've lost that damage round and you only have so many damage rounds before you lose enough cover and the boss kills you
1: that's pretty intricate <laughs> <laughs> That actually sounds really fun. I've heard that there's one raid, or maybe it's a a, a nightfall, where they have like phallic like cylinders that come at you. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about?
0: I confess to no recollection of phallic <laughs> cylinders.
1: I do not recall. Um yeah, the guys at work were talking about it and they Oh, were...
0: oh of course.
1: <laughs> and they were just like, Oh, like these peepees came at us and we were on. Yeah, and like...
0: this this they were still talking about destiny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. They weren't talking about the club or anything like that. I mean, you never know what goes on there. Um, but they were talking about it in our Destiny chat room, and they were just, like, saying it was really hard, and that I guess someone had died, or, like, took a penis to the face, and it was just kind of like the end of that raid.
0: Sometimes you just take a penis to the face, and <laughs> that and can't do anything, can't do anything after that.
1: And, you know, some people, that's how they like to end their night. With a wipe. <laughs> the, well, they're wiping something, <laughs>
0: from the like the wow raid background where there there definitely were hoops to jump through in some of them even well, not though, like this yeah but nothing like this you know even wow like had plenty of just like straight burn them down bosses yep even in the right ra- even in the full raid so you didn't need the full 44. And that was what impressed me destiny also has the burn them down bosses but you know I, I wanted hoops to jump through and and I got them
1: well good I mean it, you're kind of selling it to me to get back into it <laughs> uh, since I stepped out for a little while and i haven't really been making much use of my ps4 at all but destiny was really the first time that i played my ps4 more than an hour or two because there really haven't been that many other games that i've been that interested in i played knack for a little while and then that got really repetitive and then i tried kill zone but i couldn't get into it
0: i know i've always heard positive things about kill zone and especially as a sony exclusive right it never caught me you know, I played it on the Vita, you know, Killzone Mercenary. Mm-hmm. That was okay.
1: I mean, like, it, it would be a fine game if there were no other first-person shooters ever, but there are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, if there was no other competition in the genre, and this it, was the only game it would be genre, fun. <laughs> I guess so.
1: But no, I just, I can't, I tried to get into it. And it's certainly beautiful. I mean, when I played it, definitely. I mean, I was definitely I blown away by the graphics. But there are a lot of other games I'd rather be spending my time on.
0: Mm-hmm. I think what's something about... That I've liked about Destiny is that it, it has that sort of bungee gunplay feel to yep. it. And that's always been very satisfying yep. for me. So as I'll... an
1: avid Halo player, <laughs> I, I can understand that.
0: And as a ex-Halo player, I found it easy to jump back into it.
1: Oh, okay. That makes sense. You
0: know, I, you know, I, I had only really played like Halo 3, mm-hmm. but that, that foundation... You
1: know, oh, yeah. Our you Halo 3 back, days. Back
0: in the... God. It was essentially a pre-release for us, Halo 3.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's true. A pre-release we, as in we got it early.
0: Yeah, we... What contest was it?
1: The Pontiac yes. Contest. The
0: Pontiac Contest.
1: Well, and I felt so bad because the only reason why I won was because I, like, Shelly yelled the answer from her room and I was, like, <laughs> typing it in, like, frantically. And then, like, I could hear her, like, damn, I didn't get it! And I was like, ah... Uh.
0: And then, like, four of us got it. Yep. The VU Days. The VU Days. I was in uh, 18th floor, B Tower. Yep. Warren.
1: Yep. Back in the days when Facebook's had Facebook had groups and there was like a group for every single floor in Warren and Tower. Right.
0: The groups.
1: And that's how I found every girl that I was ever interested in.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that.
1: Did you not I never told you the story? No. Are you kidding me? Really? There was one girl that I had like the biggest crush on. The only time I ever really saw her was in the cafeteria. And <laughs> I never talked to her.
0: When she was stuffing her face. Yeah, when,
1: well, she didn't stuff, stuff her face. She was very dainty. And Bianca and I ironically called her boob girl because she had very nice boobs. And I say ironically because I'm not sure why Bianca was calling anybody boob girl when Bianca was clearly the boob girl. <laughs> <laughs> she,
0: was, she, was, she was being generous.
1: I guess she was just... Gracious. Sharing the love. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I can't handle all these boobs myself, so I'm going to offload some to this girl. So anyway, I... Um, creepily watched her walk out of the cafeteria one day and watched which tower she walked to and then i saw her walk to sea tower and i assumed well that must be where she lives i enlisted the help of bianca and we went through every single floor group and year for sea tower and then we went through all the girls on every floor and eventually we found her and
0: so, so you went through, was oh, not 18, but like 14, 14 floors worth of sea tower girls. Yes. Through how many years?
1: Well, I don't know if it mattered. I guess I'm not sure if the years mattered so much, but we had, you know, like 14, I mean, like three, I don't, what did it start on four, four yeah, C, four. five mm-hmm. C, and there'd be a group for everyone. And we'd just go through all the girls in the group. Eventually I found her. So and for,
0: you know, I mean, just for scale, you know, with like 20 girls on a floor. Forty
1: girls. Was it forty girls on? Fire? I think
0: I think twenty on a side because the the floors were girls one side girls, uh-huh. one side boys. Yeah. If we said like twenty girls a floor, I mean even that's fourteen floors, and we're talking like almost three hundred girls, girls yep. that you looked through.
1: Well, with... uh, and then that's for even if you didn't include. I mean, like maybe there were friends of people like on the floors and <laughs> that didn't actually live there. And I think I found one of her friends first, and then I realized that th- she was in. The girl that I was interested in was in the pictures for this girl's profile. And so then I just went through all her friends until I found (laughs) this girl. And then finally I found her.
0: You found her through another person's photo.
1: Yes. And for the creepiness doesn't end here. For whatever reason, I thought that it was appropriate to friend her, even though she had no idea who the hell I was. And I didn't even live in the same tower as her. I wasn't on the same floor as her. Like nothing. There were, there were no connections. We had one mutual friend who actually was trying to start a guitar hero club at BU. And so I knew him because I was trying to, like, help him start it. Not in terms of, like, I was actually helping him start it, but I was like, if you get it started, like, I'll be your first member. <laughs> and, like, did, you do all the work. Did
0: you sign the the petition of, like, that you need, like, ten people interested in the club in order to I don't to think it? so.
1: I'm not sure he ever came to me. I think I just, I, I don't even know how I found out about him or why I knew he was starting it, but I somehow someone told me. Yeah, and... We can
0: totally come back to this one because I have a juicy tidbit for that. Oh, but... oh well,
1: great. So, Let's finish
0: the, uh, the the stalker story. <laughs>
1: stalker story. So I thought it was okay to friend her, and I did, and she accepted. I don't know why. She obviously didn't take any internet safety classes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, she wasn't expecting, you know, someone to look through 300 girls <laughs> and then find her through a profile picture she happened to be in.
1: Yep. Yeah. So I I friended her, and then the creepiness still didn't stop there. <laughs> so then I went through all of her interests on Facebook, and I was trying to find something that we had in common, and. <laughs> there was this club that was opening up i'm not sure if you ever went or even heard of it but it was called club rise and this was right around the time when they got rid of most clubs being 18 plus i don't know if you remember that when we first got to boston i think clubs were allowing 18 and over to get in and then maybe about halfway through like right around time when i was turning 21 most clubs were like, okay, we're only gonna be 21 plus now. Too bad for all you young youngins. So Club Rise was opening, and they were not only an 18 plus club, but also kind of like an alternative lifestyle club. I don't really know what to call them, but they were like, when Bianca and I went, there were people of all ages. They were, when I say all ages, I mean like, there were like 50 year old couples in there, like dancing and, and this was like EDM music, but they didn't have any alcohol. So I think that's why it was okay for the 18 plus still because I think what was happening was and why they raised the age limit was they were just having too many underage drinking problems Uh, because once you're in the club and it's dark like it's Mm -hmm. hard to tell people are buying drinks like someone over 21 is buying a drink for someone under it's just too hard to regulate so I understand that but Club Rise was one of the only 18 plus clubs left Uh, I saw that she was interested in it or liked it whatever and I was like oh like Bianca and I really want to go to this club so I'm just going to message this girl and I messaged her and I was like you know hey me and my friend are going to club rise we wanted to know if you wanted to come with us and it was just a cold email i like didn't introduce myself i wasn't like hey i'm another bu student like, like hey, this is
0: why i friended you
1: nope Yep. i was just like oh we're thinking about going to rise have you been want to come with us and she was like no that's okay <laughs> like <laughs> nope that was kind of the end of that uh i continued to like her for i guess the remainder of college oh. uh and there were, we had a few more encounters like, if that even counts as an encounter. One time she dropped her cell phone in the street and I yelled after her and let her know that she dropped it, and Bianca said she's never heard me yell louder in her life because I was like, <laughs> hey! Hey, you dropped your phone! Like... <laughs> Like immediately, so it Also, we're we
0: going to Club Rise. You want to come with us?
1: Um, I mean, like she, the phone had barely even hit the ground and I was, because <laughs> I was obviously watching her because it was someone I was interested in. I'm
0: surprised you didn't leap over with your lightning reflexes, having watched every single movement, knowing one was out of place. Catching it and then <laughs> kneeling in the same motion to offer the phone back up to her
1: I, I'm, I'm really not sure what I was thinking why I thought this behavior was appropriate and why I thought that like I wasn't as creepy and stalkerish as I was I, I totally thought that what I was doing was fine and that everybody does this and that it's normal behavior and I was so wrong
0: It's only 300 profiles you looked through <laughs> I,
1: I was so wrong. I mean like thank God, you know, I'm not someone legitimately like a serial killer or a rapist or someone—I just can't control my YooHoo, <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> I think YooHoo is a good good point to end this at.
1: <laughs> I can't believe I never told you that story.